Hi guys, this is Maria and Manos, and you're watching On the Couch with Eminem. The show to help you build fun and profitable businesses. On the Couch with Eminem is proudly brought to you by News Corp Leader Newspapers, my admin partner, the professionals in sales and rentals trust accounting, Beyond Figures Bookkeeping, Specialist Real Estate Accounting Management, and BMW Mornington. Hi guys, and welcome to another edition of On the Couch with Eminem. Today we're joined by two special people in our in our lives. Uh, Joel Hood from Joel Hood Property and Jared Carmen from EV Group Mornington Peninsula. Welcome, guys. Thanks for having us. Thank you. It's good to have you on board. Yeah, first, I think first it's time a, on the couch for me. Oh, it yeah. is your first time. Two so, for you. Just a brief, just a brief introduction, background to the guys. The guys are obviously a part of the EV Group. Joel was our salesperson of the year for 2018, and Jared was our principal of the year for 2018. And we're very proud and honoured to have them as part of the team. And and we, they're doing so well out there in the marketplace. So today's topic is going to be talking about how have you managed your teams from an enterprise level because you operate an office that's grown from zero to you know six million dollars in the space of six point five million. Sorry, I robbed him of five hundred thousand GCI uh, with multiple million dollar performers within it uh, in the space of four years. And of course, Joel, you've entered the, our, our world you know three four years ago, and you've been consistently doing over the million dollar mark and, and operating an what EBU. we call an EBU, a, a brand within a brand. So welcome, guys. Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah. yeah, thanks for having us. The big reason for our success is this guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's written a large number. That, uh, it is a team five. effort, isn't it? It and, is. And we just had our quarterly awards, and it was just amazing just to see everyone up there, every single person that took an award for the last two quarters. It was uh, contributing their success to, to their team, which was beautiful mm. to see. And you can't do it alone, can you? No, no. That's no. for sure, yeah. So who wants to go first? Do you want to talk first, Jared? Sure. Talk about running an enterprise and how did you manage your team, I guess, over the last couple of years um, with the market mm. being the way that it is? You know, the highs and highs and the lows yeah. and the flat lines and all that sort of stuff. How do you keep their mental health right, I guess, yeah. in, in getting been, out there? It's been an interesting time for us. Mm. I think having started like Joel did with an EBU mm. and, and growing a team, you, you start to learn a bit about, about leadership, I suppose. Um, for our team, we started preparing them 12 to 18 months ago yeah. before before things started to slide off. You know, these guys pay out on me about the market is the market is the market, but we were preparing them that it was going to happen. You know, things were, were so red hot for a long time. Yeah. So we're just talking about having critical conversations with your vendors, being real, you yes. know, being authentic, and just and just being prepared to work hard, but trying to work together as a team to be happy and support each other. Um, that was the biggest thing, I think, because mm-hmm. it's very easy to in an organisation for people to get really flat and nasty and start bickering and fighting. But we do lots of fun stuff outside the office, yeah. which has, has helped. You know, th- that distraction yes. can help. And that, that's a big thing that I think we're all aware that we, we are responsible for the energy we bring into a room. 100%. And I think that's, everyone's yeah. pretty aware of that. Mm. But correct me, correct me if I'm wrong, you've got an open door policy as well. For when you're in the office, because you're busy, so you're running around. But like, if anyone wants to sit down and talk to you, because it is a mental game, isn't mm. it? So you're having those conversations very often with different people. Very, very much. Yeah. So. yeah, and open door policy. You know, some of the guys are very self-sufficient. Like mm. Joel doesn't need much nurturing at all. He'll come and talk to me if he, if he really needs to. Yeah. Some are, are a bit more needy in a sense that they, yeah. they need to just be able to dump something and get it off their chest. And that's, I've always been open door. You know, mm. even if my door's closed, it doesn't matter. The door's still open. Yeah. So 
Um, so important. But I think that's important for, yeah. for leaders, whatever. But I think what I've been able to do is create other leaders within our organisation to mm. lead. So it doesn't all rest upon me. Um, which and that's been a big thing in our mm. office to empower people to be their own leaders. And you've done that really, really well. Yeah, yeah. the term the term we use you're an amplifier of leaders. So yeah, you've done that exceptionally well. Yeah, I think so. But also allowing allowing other people in the office to lead if I'm not there. Mm. You know, unfortunately, it, it does rest on Joel and other people to do that. But vice versa, if Joel's not there, we step in to, to help him. So yeah. everyone helps each other. Out. Yeah. Yeah, but, I think there's but a that's number. a good challenge, isn't it, Joel? Definitely. Otherwise it can get boring. Well, I think everyone gets to, <laughs> everyone gets to put their two cents yeah. in too. So yeah. if I take the lead for a week and then Adam takes the lead for the next week, yeah. everyone's really giving, I suppose, something extra to the business rather than just one person's perspective. A hundred percent. But I think the best thing that's come out of it is now we're looking at people that have been together for four and five years. Um, so even though we might be different personality types and we don't necessarily agree on certain things, we have great respect, we know each other's families, we genuinely want each other to do quite well. Mm-hmm. So if you see someone's having a down month, you know, Jared will pull us in and obviously help, help this one together, for instance, it might just get things going again. So I think it's, um, I think everyone's success is because of the collective. You can't say one person's done it on their own accord. Everybody's leveraged off everybody else. Yeah. So, yeah. One of the best things we did was personality profiling. Talk to us about that. Oh, it was great. Because there was not so much friction in the office, but people weren't understanding each other. Yes. Um, So we got together and all did a personality profile with a psychologist and talked about it afterwards. And it was classic. And she had this perfect thing of talk to me like this, don't talk to me like this. Because... Joel, let's let's take an example. Joel and Jared Joseph are completely different personalities. Yeah. So they drive each other nuts, you know. Joel, not, not badly, but Jared would come to Joel and be like, "Now, Joel, I'd really like to discuss that." And he's like, "Just get to the point. Come, come on, come on, come on, come on next." And, and Jared's processing it as he's saying it because he's not very auditory. He's like, "Mate, just come to me with bullet points, please." Yeah. But we all understood that. So yes. now people read each other very well. They understand. They can they watch each other when they walk in and go, "Ooh, okay, I need to deal with that." So it's great. The personality it is so important, the isn't it? Yeah. I, I reckon out of everything that Jared's done in the five years that I've worked with him, that has been the best. So any anyone else who's watching, I honestly recommend yeah. profiling the team. But getting the whole team to do it as a collective, it's hilarious because you start to go. It's on, that's, yeah. That's why, that's why like you do that. that. Yeah. yeah, and we can put a plug in there for our agent dynamics. Agent dynamics, because uh, we've done the same thing for for us, you know, here within yeah. our team. And it's funny that you said about that with yourself and Joe Joseph, because I'm the same with my son George. Yeah. So George, IT really process <laughs> thinking, and I'm like, just get to the point, you know. <laughs> so it's really important to just take a breather and just go. Okay, this is going to take five minutes instead of two. But I'm just sitting here. I have to listen, listen out, and yeah. You become very accepting. Yeah, that's right. Because, well, that's just different. your personality. Yeah. You understand yeah. Yeah, who they are. Brain. Yeah. I'm not going to change you. Um, so, but I can try and adapt to how you communicate with me and be accepting of that. No, yeah, that's. Uh, I, I used I'm to come. Yeah, you know, I used to come to the office, and it was like I'm at work. You know, and but I came from the mentality on. that. If I was leaving my family for 10, 12 hours a day, I was there to work. Mm. But what I didn't realize, if I just spent five to ten minutes. Literally Connecting. five to ten. Just yeah. a really quick conversation. You don't have to go into the ins and outs of how everyone's night was, but just a good day. Yeah. That those people require that. They almost think I was ignoring them. Where yes. for me it was just this is I'm into it sort yeah. of thing. So for those people that needed it, for the people who didn't need it, no, just get up, yeah, pass. Yeah. yeah, So it's good yeah. to know who needs what, and then at least everyone's getting on because we are with sales. You can have a down month, 
and all of a sudden your whole demeanor changes. Yep. And then if you throw into the mix that someone's not then giving you any appreciation, it just changes everything in the office. Yeah. So it was worthwhile. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> so, so some really valuable so takeaways. If, if, you, if you were to recap it, it would be amplify the leaders, open door policy, profiling is one of the best things that you do. So communication and understanding each other within the office. Yep. Did we miss anything yeah. else? And group, group um, in, uh, activities. Yes. Absolutely. Really, yeah. really huge. Especially yeah. in the in the challenging market, you need even more of that. Yeah. And allow everyone's input. You know, don't try and be this, this alpha person that, that it's their way or the highway. Mm. Allow other people's input. I've been really vulnerable at times. I said, look, I, I haven't been really good at this. I've been terrible at this. Mm. Um, where do you think we could improve? I love that vulnerability. Let, let oh, I love that. <laughs> that is the best. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you know what? Yeah. 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 And moving over to an EBU, an EBU setup is where you're the lead agent. Can you just describe your team? Because you yeah. work a, a team within an office, obviously, and you've got your own brand. It's a business, within a, it's a business within a business. So how are you structured, if you can share that with the audience? Yeah, so I've always thought that the, the best way to start is with an administration assistant. Get mm-hmm. rid of those non-dollar productive activities. For me, that was Melanie five, four, four and a half years ago, who's just left. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously now Tash has taken over. Um, but basically, her day-to-day roles basically all administration, um, data input, client liaison, so speaking to vendors and purchases about the purchase and, and the sale, um, and just setting up all the marketing. Yep. So then my sole focus, realistically, is speaking to vendors, speaking to buyers and negotiating on homes. Deal making, yeah. That's all I really mm. should be doing. Mm. Um, I put on Adrian three and a bit years ago, and he was initially a buyer manager, so he would then assist me in when the market was flying. His first open home, we had 69 groups through, which is still my largest. <laughs> grew into the fire. For some people, it might be normal, but for us, it was just absolutely out of control. And he um, handled exceptionally well. But come to a Monday, it's very difficult for me to call 69 people. So effectively, his role was to work with those. And then he has now worked into also listing. Mm. So instead of having to, to completely handle all the listings, he can now take a small chunk of that and it's also been a really good curve for him if he decides to be a standalone agent that he's had that experience behind yeah. him and he he's rolls ready. straight into it mm. and then Tyler is our fourth one he basically puts out boards um, building pest inspections bank valuations um, he's been with me for 12 months he also runs a small por- portfolio of buyers as well um, but then I'll usually take over the negotiation after the first inspection. So and door knocks like a champion. Door knocks out of control. At the moment, we're probably not necessarily needing more lead generations about management, so he's more so calling through the potential vendors. People that I praised 12 months ago, and more so just seeing if they need any further assistance, calling on my behalf, still obviously I've got to be involved, and then if they're serious, I'll give them a phone call and we'll book something in from there. Yeah. So, Works quite well. Joe awesome. Russell runs a very tight ship. Mm. Yes. It's, uh, it's impressive. Very well organised. You know, yeah. Incredible leader. Thank you. Well, you're number 54 in the top 100 agents um, uh, across Australia in the REB. So, congratulations Thank on you. that. That was awesome. Thank your you. first year um, entrance. Uh, but let's talk about your journey. You've been in real estate for how long? So, it's about six years. So, it's 2013. Um, 
I worked for a family-owned business for about 15 months, and then I came across the EV Group, and I was um, obviously under EV Mornington Peninsula, mm-hmm. and that was for about, again, 18 months. And, when, and how much how much were you writing back then? So I did three, I did about 350 in my first year, but um, I wasn't listing anything. I was predominantly selling, and I was taking the sale portion of it, so that wasn't really accurate in my opinion. And then the next um, 12 months, I probably lost two or three months in the changeover, mm-hmm. but I did about three or 320 in the first year. And then it pretty much just doubled. It went 7, um, 1.1, 1.4. And then we've managed that level for the last few years. And at what stage did you switch over to your own brand and become Joelwood Property? Yeah, so it was July 1, 2016. I rolled out the financial year. Pretty much as soon as it was available, I was making it happen. Um, mm. But I wanted to roll out properly and we really got all the nuts and bolts sorted. And that was early days. So yeah, of course. Be. Lots of learning occurred uh, for us all. Whereas now it's mm. a lot more streamlined. Um, but I think within that first 12 months, like we smashed the million barrier pretty much straight away. I was mm. fortunate that my family's on the peninsula. We were fairly well known. So that obviously was a good idea to put my name out to the marketplace. Yeah. But I was really selective in choosing the color, fonts that represented who I was. And I think I was fortunate I had a good base behind me. Yeah. Myself and Mel had gone hard and Adrian had just come into the team. So we kind of just exploded at the right time. Mm. Yeah. So. And uh, your colour is the, the orange, obviously. Which is it's, our most successful colour. It's, it's quite bizarre. Mm-hmm. Our three top, um, uh, <laughs> obviously, senior residential, Julie Orton, Barnes in Badia Cook. Yeah, there's a little bit slight. One's a burnt <laughs> orange as opposed to orange. But orange seems to be the flavour of the, the last three or yeah. four years. So. <laughs> no, it's... Um, orange it's, cells. Orange cells, that's the tagline. Hashtag <laughs> orange cells. I stole that from Eric a couple of years ago, so thanks to the lady from um, Harris Real Estate. That oh, put that's, that's, so, yeah. that's a good part of Eric implement but yeah um, that's the beauty of having your own brand you can actually then implement those things if you think they're going to work for you um in our marketplace i find that it stands out really well people don't necessarily always um it's the it's the color that will then associate with um then coming to us so not necessarily just the name joel hood it would be the actual color we see you everywhere and then as we know people feel comfortable if you're doing plenty of business in the area so it creates more so you're just leveraging off that 100 yeah so yeah it does stand out it does. And we like making sure it does. Yes. So. <laughs> so, so you've been able to do... So obviously the, the topic of the conversation was the challenges we're yeah. having out there. Um, was there anything specific that changed for you in this changing market? Was there a strategy that you implemented that really showed um, exceptional results to maintain your sales? Because obviously volumes have, have dropped but you've been able to maintain your um, sales out there. What did yeah. you coach the team to do? Yeah, I think this honestly will be our best calendar year on record and it's going to be through what is supposed to be a challenging market yeah i um i had a lot of distractions last calendar year with building a home and adrian doing the same and melanie moving to queensland so we had a lot going on but that last quarter we only wrote 200 and that was the worst quarter in over three years and that was a real punch in the face but as i've explained to people before we um were running a, a hot market strategy through a cool market I normally do my business planning at the end of the calendar year and I sort of just said, well, we'll get to it then. But basically I got to Christmas and I went, we are just the wrong processes altogether. Mm. So came back for January, changed as much as we possibly could to suit what was taking place then and there. And now it's just become um, like it's, 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 it's your easier. new norm. But it's, it's so much easier Talk than Talk to us was. about some of the changes. So dig a little bit deeper yeah. in that. So realistically, method of sale, crazy for auctions. We just don't, 
have a great clearance rate in the Mornington Peninsula. I know it's great for exposing the agent, but we just had seven pass-ins and it was just disappointing. Yeah. And it showed the buyers that we had no one else interested in the property. The negotiation became impossible. Yeah. I'm very much though, I just can't stand sitting on the market for four or five months and my vendor asking what's next and I don't have the answer. So I, I in 2013, did a lot of fixed date sales. This is a very similar market in my opinion to that market. And I explained to vendors, we will keep buyers accountable on your property. They come in the door and they say they like it. Great. They like it. Are they going to offer on it? Mm. So we catch up at two weeks. We catch up at four weeks. The fixed date sales after four weeks, do we have offers or do we not? And we are very much um, keeping the buyers accountable, but also the vendors and also myself. Yeah. I don't want to just sit on the market for 90, 120 days and give you false, false hope. Are we selling or are we not? Mm. So the conversations have become a lot clearer um, and they're honest from the start. And, and it's vendor selection. If there's people out there that aren't actually motivated to sell, yeah. I'm happy to give it a try, guys, but I'm just going to take four or five grand in marketing and 120 days we're going to withdraw. I just, if you set it up that way, you give yourself no chance of competition and you're not going to get the result they deserve. So there was obviously open communication, method of sale change as much as I possibly could, um, vendor meetings like we'd never had before. I think the best thing for me is where I looked at the numbers and said, okay, we would knock over 30 to 50% of our properties every single month. So I only needed to handle 20, 25 listings to be able to sell 10. Whereas now if I want to do 10 to 15 a month, I've got to hold 50. And how do we do that and how do we manage it? So sure. our processes are so much better. The job roles within the team are so much better. Tyler, Adrian, Tasha, they know exactly what they need to do by the exact day. So Monday with the follow-up calls, Tuesday with the return calls, they check their own buyer feedback, Wednesday the vendor reports out. I don't really touch anything. I focus on my buyers, my sellers, a team meeting each day if I possibly can. Each uh, day? Uh, I love it's that. First thing in the morning. It's a touch morning. Yeah, yeah. And, and it might only I be agree with 10 that. minutes. Yeah, yeah. But it's Because really you're in the same concept. room, so you're yeah. all working like next to each it's other. It's the team so, huddle yeah. that is so yeah. important these days. And it's more around what are we working on, what are we selling, what are we following up really quickly. So that's taken care of in the morning because if we're in appointments in the afternoon, if they're trying to ring me, they're just not going to catch me and no. vice versa. Mm. So it doesn't work. Um, but I think the best thing that I've personally brought out in this market is because I'm holding that much stock and people go, you're busy, and I'm trying to explain to them that um, the service level is better than what it was in the better market. It's because I've got the, bot, they've got the property address on the board, and I keep it really simple. I'm going to turn it into, I'm actually getting a, I'll let you know. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be putting a screen on the wall, and it's going to be linked to the computer. So it'll be in a spreadsheet. Instead of me writing on with a texter and yeah. wiping out, it's actually going to be a spreadsheet. The property, it'll nice. go in yeah. order of probably price to keep it easier because you're looking at where's the property yeah. you're wanting. But it's got the buyers you're working with, and it's got um, if the property's on track and whether or not you require a vendor meeting. Yeah. So at the beginning of the week, we sit down and we go, we have got four people on this. We are going to see offers this week. We are on track. Let's keep pushing towards it. For the ones that are falling behind, is it on track and is a vendor meeting required? I do the follow-up phone calls on the Monday, and when I call the vendor with the feedback, we're not on track. And I want to sit with you to discuss what is the plan moving forward. Yeah. It might be price. It might be marketing. It might be strategy. But I just hate it lingering and then having other agents ringing and they're losing confidence in me. Yeah. If, if we can't make it work, it's not going to be as a result of me not being able to provide the great service. So I'd rather just have that conversation from the start. So you're not going to those conversations wanting to be liked. You know, no. you're there to get the job done. That's well, exactly right. That's, that's, and that's so important. That's a good point because that's where a lot of people are going wrong in this market. And we're not there to take orders. We're there to actually tell them and guide them where to 
where to next? And I explained to them that, you know, at the end of the day, I work for free until we do sell the property. Exactly. And if that is not selling now and helping you in two years' time, I'm absolutely okay with that. Yeah. But the reality it's part is... part of the game. If they want mm. to move forward, what is the plan? It's not yeah. just going to happen. Waiting for realestate.com to, to provide the lead now in a slower market, it's just not going to happen. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, awesome. awesome. Thank you so much for joining us. Now, if, if anyone brilliant. wanted to um, contact... I know you're going to ARIC, um, obviously, uh, the week after the, the video is um, obviously being released, but if anyone wanted to reach out to you guys, okay, if they, they do Absolutely. that, yeah, awesome. Absolutely. Might be happy so, to Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll put your details down the bottom. Down the bottom, or just jump onto the ev.com.au website and uh, find them there. Some thank you so amazing much. insights, yeah. guys. Thank uh, you so much. Really- Thank you. Thank you. Legends. uh, Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much again. And thank you to our audience who joins in every week uh, and watches us on on the couch. And we look forward to to next week's uh, episode as well. So thanks again, guys, and see you next week. On the Couch with Eminem is proudly brought to you by News Corp Leader Newspapers, my admin partner, the professionals in sales and rentals trust accounting, Beyond Figures Bookkeeping, Specialist Real Estate Accounting Management, and BMW Mornington.